Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. Today, I'd like to go over one of the teaching episodes that the Buddha had during his time. At one time, the Buddha asked the monks, the disciples who gathered around him, that monks or bhikkhu, what do you, would you answer to people if other people, other religions, uh, Brahmins in different sects of the society ask you that why you go to study with Gurmak Buddha? What is the reason? What is the benefit that you get out of it? So, Mang, what would you answer? How would you answer those questions? Why you come to study under the Tathagata? the Gautama Buddha. The monks replied to the Buddha said, Venerable One, it will be best for you to give us the answer so that we can tell exactly what needs to be told to all the Brahmins, to the villagers, to all the people who ask why we come to seek refuge in the Buddha, to study from the Buddha. So the Buddha said, Okay, monks, listen. Okay, this is the answer that you would give to them. The reason you come to study from the Buddha is to find out the truth about suffering. That is a very short answer. The reason that you come to study with the Tathagata or the enlightened ones, the Buddha, is to understand what is suffering. So suffering is the first noble truth that the Buddha taught. And that is the most important things that people have to understand what suffering is. We may have some kind of feeling of what suffering is. People may have some kind of problem, you know, the, when people think suffering is, you know, those problems and, and things like that, it's just a scratch at the surface of what suffering is. So that's why the Buddha said, the reason that monks and you people come to study from the Tathagata or the Buddha or the enlightened one is to understand the truth in suffering. What is suffering? Okay, so the, during the Buddha's time, when there are when people have problem, when people have issue, okay, and they need help, when people go to see the Buddha. Not once, never, ever, one time during Buddha's lifetime that the Buddha said, you come and pray and worship to me and I will help you. There's never one, never once in the Buddha's lifetime that the Buddha tell people to do 
praying or to do worshiping. Okay, no praying, no worshiping in Buddha's teaching. When there's problem, the Buddha said, I have a way to point out what the problem is, what suffering is. And then I have, and then the Tathagata will have a way to show you how to get out of suffering. That's what the Buddha taught. But never once in Buddha's lifetime that the Buddha said, Come and worship me and come and pray to me and I will help you. The Buddha never said that. Okay, this is one of the major difference between Buddhism and other religions. Other religions can they can pray to different deities, they pray to angels, pray to um to God and pray to some mighty power or pray to whatever there are so many kinds pray and worship not in Buddhism okay many people probably misunderstand about Buddhism that when you see people go to the temple to the the pagoda and they do the uh, incense and with their two hands together and bow in front of Buddha statue. Okay, there are many people and even many Buddhist Buddhist uh, followers misunderstand the teaching of the Buddha, and some of them do actually go to pray at the Buddha, asking Buddha for help, asking for salvation. Okay. That's not what Buddha's teaching is all about. Not ever, I'm repeating again, not once in Buddha's lifetime, the Buddha encouraged anyone to go worship or pray to him or to anyone. The Buddha only teach us to understand the nature of our suffering. Okay? To truly understand what suffering is, the Buddha never taught us, never taught during his time, how to eliminate suffering. Okay? I'm saying it again. The Buddha never taught how to eliminate suffering. But the Buddha taught about the nature of our suffering. What is suffering? Okay, that's the, that's the two different things. The Buddha never taught of how to eliminate suffering, but to understand the nature of our suffering. Where our suffering come from? That's what the Buddha taught. Okay, um, that is a very unique way that nobody else do except the Buddha. The Buddha teach us to understand what is the nature of our suffering, what is the cause of our suffering. Okay, the Buddha went through the Four Noble Truths, so and just like I have covered at earlier episode, episode 3, 4, 5, 6, the suffering, the first noble truth, which is the suffering of the physical form and the suffering of the mental form. Okay, so in Buddha's teaching, the Buddha taught us to understand the nature of our suffering that come from our physical body and come from our mental form, our mental activities. What are the cause of those suffering? Okay, so again, the Buddha taught about the nature of human suffering, 
what are they what is suffering okay so now you can name it okay what is it what is it that people that humans suffer what is the nature of our suffering we suffer like every day right now you can see people have all kinds of problems right with stress and anxiety anger hatred um, heartache breakup um, you name it right from mental issue to physical issue sickness accidental death um, health issue all of those and many many more that I cannot you know and describe them all but as you know those are the human suffering okay and once we understand okay those are suffering okay the Buddha does not did not teach about how to eliminate suffering but to Look at the cause of suffering. What cause are suffering? Okay? So that's why the Buddha thought about the three poison. Right? What are the three poison? Greed, anger or hatred. Right? And ignorance. Okay? Lopa, which is greed. Dosa which is anger and moha which is ignorant okay so the three prince the three poison that's one other thing that the buddha thought that those cause are human suffering because those three main roots those are the three main components the three poison that give off branches into other defilements that human are attached to okay because like for example greed greed cause which is come from desire desire which create greed desire slash greed are synonymous create attachment and attachment leads to clinging lead to intention which leads to suffering when it doesn't happen according to what we want see so those are so the cause the many causes that that generate our suffering that generate our human emotion our human feeling come from what that's why the Buddha thought about the body and mind right the body is one side of it and that's the Buddha said okay what is the body what is what does the body do and what kind of problem that the body what kind of issue what kind of suffering that the body can give to us okay and so and that's the physical side and also he described what the body is as he break down that the attachment about the attachment to the body that we that we all have the attachment to our, our physical to our, our appearance to our to our looks to our, our build physique the way we build the way we look the way we shape okay the attachment to that which in turn can cause suffering to our mental uh, activity to our mental formation so that's a side of the physical um, issue and then when it comes to the mental issue the mind the buddha broke down the mind what is the cause of our mental issue okay the buddha do not 
say never said to eliminate suffering, but the Buddha thought about the cause of our suffering to figure out what is the cause, where 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 the cause come from. So aside from the physical suffering, there's mental suffering that we have. Right. So what is mental suffering? What is the cause? What 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 are the cause of the mental suffering? And where how does the cause come about? How does the suffering arise? Right? As I've gone through many episodes about our infected mind, our human mind, the uh, the the two minds that we have, the emotional mind. Right? The mind that that is that we think who we are um based based on what we perceive continuously during our waking moment okay which that is what we call our mind and what is that mind you see so because that mind is where 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 it cause problem if we don't understand what that mind is right so and because of that the buddha broke down the and have done a very structural and detailed analysis of human mind the, the buddha lay out the blueprint of mental of human mental activities the blueprint and just I have already covered in previous episode the Buddha thought about the mind and the mind faculties, right? Chitta and Chitta Sikha. The mind and the mind faculties which are com- comprised of fifty two kinds of mind faculties or mind ingredients. Right? And out of those mind ingredients there are wholesome ingredients and unwholesome ingredients you see that's how the that's how the buddha break it down the buddha taught us to look at what is the cause of our suffering where do our suffering come from what is the cause go to the root of it and go to the root and understand it where that come from and eliminate it at the root because the when we understand where or how our suffering come from and we go to the root once we understand it thoroughly and clearly and we eliminate it at the root suffering cannot arise anymore because we eliminate the root cause of suffering see once you understand the cause of our suffering it, and you go all the way to the root of it where and how it comes about what is what generates the suffering within us we go to we can eliminate it at the root level Okay, we don't just eliminate suffering at the surface level, like most people do. Most people try to eliminate their suffering at the surface level by doing what? People try to eliminate their suffering or try to cure their suffering by gathering materialist stuff. Right to make them happy by going out drinking and eating, okay, to make them happy by going on vacation, going on retreat, because when they do that, they say by doing that, it eliminates their suffering, okay. So they keep chasing all of this worldly materialist material stuff, okay. So from one uh from one pleasure to the next 
they keep going after those in order to suppress, in order to eliminate their suffering. But as we all know, doesn't matter how hard people try, you can only temporarily suppress that feeling. But the feeling is there. It's not uproot, it's not cut at the root. It's only suppressed at the surface level. It's just like if you, it's just like, let's say you have weed or you have grass, and you, you want to eliminate the suffering, or you want to eliminate the weeds or the grass, you put a piece of wood or a piece of rock on top of it. Okay? So, yeah, when you put a piece of wood or a piece of rock or something on top of it, the grass will not grow when you put the rock on top of it. But it doesn't mean that suffering that the, the grass is has died because the root is still inside it's underground it's just there once you lift the rock out when you take the wood out the grass will grow again suffering will come back okay so it's the same thing that for most of the people who are going out trying to forget about life for a while like one of the one of the songs to forget about suffering for a while to forget about the stress and stuff that's going on back home at the family for a while so just go out drinking go uh, to the bar go to the movie go to wherever all right just to get away from the mental stress or problem yeah it helps for that short period of time but when you're back home when you're when you're alone the issue come back up again because the root of the problem is still there it's never never get uprooted so Buddha's teaching is not about eliminating suffering, but to understand the nature of our suffering, to understand what caused that suffering, and you go to the root of that suffering and uproot it at the root level, not at the surface level. You see the difference there? Okay? And once you understand the root, if you are able to eliminate the cause of of your suffering at the root level, there's no more suffering. It's done. It's done once and for all. That's it. No more suffering can arise. Once you are able to pinpoint the root cause, what that root cause is. So that is very important, right? To understand what is the cause, what is the root cause of our suffering. That's what the Buddha thought. Okay? When you get to the root thought, the root of it, then you can figure out how is it that we eliminate the root of our suffering. Right? So that's why the four no the four noble truths is the first noble truth is understanding the nature of our suffering. Okay? Once you understand the nature of our suffering, then the next step is to find the root cause right what is the root cause and that's what the buddha taught 
about the men about the body and the mind. Right? Go to the root. What is the root cause? Oh yeah. As far as mental activity goes, as far as the mind goes, the root cause of the mental suffering has uh, comes from three main components, three main poison, which the Buddhas call the three poison, is greed, anger, hatred, and ignorance. Those are three main roots. And when you when you study and you break it down, okay, greed. There's a group of it, one group of it. And what does greed do? Right, because greed creates attachment. Because greed comes from desire. Desire and greed are the same, and it creates attachment. And attachment lead to craving right and craving leads to all kinds of mental activity and physical activity create all kinds of movement all kinds of intention right so that is a one group of it the group of the greed that create all kinds of uh, craving and attachment and desire and when those craving and attachment the clinging and desire do not get meet do not get met according to what craving and desire want then there's all kinds of mental issue there's all kinds of suffering arise from that one particular group see and then anger or hatred that's another group right and so that's also what the Buddha taught say okay where does anger come from and how does it come about right because anger leads to hatred and hatred leads to all kinds of ill will or or evil uh, um, action okay because uh, once when people are angry they can do all kinds of all kinds of things that uh, the mind tell them what to do no doesn't matter what it is just to you know to 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 get what it wants See, so the anger group also create all kinds of emotion, all kinds of feeling within all of us. And so that is one group. And anger also, when anger combined with greed, it can also lead to uh, anxiety, uh, depression, right uh, stress and you name it all kinds okay so you, you see that's the root that's why that's, that's why the Buddha breaks this down into okay you have to understand this group by group the group of greed and group of anger and hatred and a group of ignorance okay and ignorance is because people have no clue what they're doing but they think they know and the ignorance of life, the ignorance, what, what, about who they think they are, about who we think we are, the ignorance of the self. Okay, the ignorance of the self is w- one major teaching also of the Buddha. They say ignorance of the self as because our mental mind our mental act, uh, process is very fast when we perceive the world through our five senses the eyes the ear the nose the you know the the, the taste and the, the physical sensation we perceive all this information but the information is translated very fast 
within it create that sense of self I I become like a unique identity as I exist and because of that there's a word like from Descartes say I think therefore I am because the I seems to be always there there's a sense of I in the middle of all this perception that we are experiencing um, every single second during our waking moment that sense of I introduce a big ignorance of who we are okay and because of that there's I versus you okay there's there's a sense when there's a sense of I there's no sense of sharing because everything is about I me me mine I mine me mine right so the sense of I create greed okay and yeah so this so these three com- big components okay greed anger and ignorance are the main root of the main cause of all the mental suffering that we all experience okay and that's why the buddha said that's why the buddha thought about this kind to that he broke he broke it down about what is i right because we all assume our identity with two things with the physical form with the body and with the mind see we all assume that who we are is the body and the mind but that is the that is actually the root of our problem because we misunderstand this existence this self-existence we misunderstand that the experiences that we have through our consciousness are just experiences but there is no self I that is doing anything that is why it's so hard for most people to comprehend it's above and beyond conception it's really hard for most people to comprehend this but the truth is still the truth at the end of the day or at the end of the lifetime we all find out that the I don't exist because there's only experience that consciousness is going through and give us this sense of wonders that we get to experience right so when we have to go to the root of our suffering in order to eliminate the, the suffering once and for all you have to go to the root okay the buddha's teaching is not a teaching about eliminate suffering it's about going to the root cause of the suffering and dig it out at the root level you see once you understand so we have to, so let me recap a little bit so the first noble truth is first of all we have to understand the nature of our suffering okay and then the second noble truth is what is the cause right what is the cause that 
we that we have to figure out that create all of this mental suffering that we experiencing what is the cause the underlying cause at the very bottom of of it all not at just a surface level at the very bottom at the root level okay and the buddha said once you can once you trace it in and find out the cause root you can uproot the cause and eliminate the root cause of the suffering of our suffering once you eliminate the root the suffering is gone it's done and that is nibbana you see that is nibbana nibbana means the cessation of suffering the end of suffering right nibbana means the end of suffering there's no more disturbed mind the mind becomes the mind will be at peace that's what nibbana is the mind is at peace the mind that is pleasant the mind that is not uh, attached to all of this pleasure pleasure chasing and all of this world phenomenon that is going on the mind is still experiencing it okay make sure you understand this the mind is still experiencing it whatever goes on the mind is still experiencing it but there is no attachment to it that's the mind at peace the mind that is at nibbana is different from a normal mind normal ordinary mind is going through all this experience and going through this is like a disturbance in the middle of a storm in the in the middle of the ocean it's the feeling and the emotion that keep changing from one moment to the next up and down up and down all right all through this through the anger hatred happy joy jump cheers and then anger frustration anxiety sorrow sadness okay uh crying laughing all of that all these emotion those are the storm of life but nibbana go through life peacefully nibbana see the storm also but has nothing nothing to do with the storm because nibbana understand what goes on see now when you can understand that and the way which is the fourth noble truth the path to nibbana will reveal itself in front but first you have to understand the nature of suffering and what are the root cause of the suffering okay what are the root cause of the suffering and once and you also have to understand that if the root cause of a suffering are eliminated okay which is at the root level you can have peace okay you can have peace and at that level then you figure out okay to get to that peace to that state of mind what is the way right so now the way will start to reveal is the eight 
four noble paths, right? The path of morality, right? The path that we take with the five precepts, no kill, no steal, no committing adultery, no uh, no abuse of uh, uh, addictive substance, right? The five precepts, morality, okay? And also the right effort, the 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 the, the the things that you have to do that you know when you do wholesome thing you know it create wholesome result right when and when you get to understand the mind faculties which is have it which have wholesome and unwholesome faculties or ingredients you will refrain from keep from continuing the unwholesome activity and keep only doing the wholesome activity because you can see that once you practice this you can start to change the way the mind the way that your mind has been working now you're changing it a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, okay? By observing your own mind, by practicing what is, what has been taught, what the Buddha taught, that change your own mind by observing the mind activity that is happening on a, every moment of your life, when unwholesome mind arises, you know the root of it and you can say and you can tell yourself that I'm not gonna deal with that and instead you use love and compassion you use kindness you use wholesome mental activity in place of unwholesome one okay once you make the change at the root level then there's no need for you to eliminate suffering because you are making the change at the root level right when you make the change at the root level you eliminate suffering from arising when you eliminate suffering from arising there's no need to eliminate anything you're already there. Once you eliminate the root cause of the suffering, there's nothing else that you need to do. You see? So that is the beauty of it. That is the 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 in the focus of Buddha's teaching. Okay? To go to the root understand what it is eliminated by understand the root by understand what it is by understand your own mind the own mind activity okay so study the mind ingredients the faculties what they are and observe that when those things arise you just observe and you become aware of those feelings of those mental activity that arise and you just step aside by understanding that feelings come and feelings go there's no you in it anymore you become separate detached you're not attached to those feelings when you see anger arise when you see hatred arise, when you see jealousy arise, okay, you step back and say, ah, I see this unwholesome mind arise. Just step back and watch it. <laughs>
and watch it how far the earth you want to go because you are detached from those feelings because the feeling is just the 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 unwholesome or wholesome activity of the mind arise and pass away according to the perception of the five senses, right? The five senses are the doors to the world, receive the information and all the emotion arise and fall. If you can pull yourself away from that and just observe the feeling, and you know what is wholesome and what is unwholesome. When unwholesome one arises, you just watch and let it go. And it's gone. You're not going with it. You don't go with it. That's how you eliminate it. Because you know you don't want to follow unwholesome mental activities. Once you can do that, you're golden. That's all there is to it. But that's why it's so important that you have to learn about this, all of this. What is it that's going on within us? What's going on in the mind? What is it? How is it? How is the mind? How does the mind work and understand its ingredient? understand the mental activities that keep arising and falling with uh, every breath that we take. Observe this emotion and watch it rise and watch it, watch it pass away and watch the root of those feeling of those emotions arise. Is it coming from wholesome or unwholesome group? You watch it, you let it go, and you're done. You become detached. The more you're detached from these storm, these changing things, the more you will feel at peace. Then you can look at all the phenomenon that is arising and falling from a different perspective. You can see the rising and falling of human perception through the wisdom eyes instead of through the physical eyes like before. Most of us live our life through our reaction, through our physical mind through a reactionary mind okay but not from our wisdom mind once you get to understand that and you get to the root and you can see how things come and how things go and get yourself detached from those feelings and emotions you can just watch it pass by you see things arrive which is within you still it doesn't arrive anywhere it's still in you those feelings the joy the happiness or the anger or the hatred is still there until one day you said oh okay got it when you can practice that and get detached from it then there's no there's nothing else that you need to do and you understand what the eightfold noble path really means it's just unfold itself in front of you they say this is the path that I have to take this is why the Buddha laid down this path, which is exactly correct, no more, no less. This is why the Buddha laid down this Eightfold Path. And you will see it exactly the same thing, the same way as the Buddha saw. And you will see that, yes, these Eightfold Noble Path 
is the right path to take. But before you do the Eightfold Noble Path, make sure you understand the first three, right? The nature of your suffering and the cause, the root cause. What are they? Okay? So, yeah. Remember, the Buddha never tell people to go worshipping, to go pray for anyone, to go pray to a deity or anything. Please, God, help me. Please, God, help my kid uh, to pass the exam. Please, God, help my whoever from uh, at the, who in sick at the hospital. Please, God, help me to win the game. Um, you know, please God help me get a promotion. No. The Buddha don't do things like that. No. So, for those who have been in the habitual activity of praying, that's not what the Buddha taught. The Buddha never taught, never ask anyone to pray or worship him. No. So that's all I like to share with you all today. And yes, oh, uh, just a reminder. Uh, I have a, an ebook in that how laid out um, the the way that I have described here and and the similar structure as this podcast that I have so far, okay, uh, it's called Wisdom for Living by Soti Tim, of course, and it's an ebook available on Amazon. If you like to check it out, it's available out there. And yes, if you have comment or suggestion or anything, please leave me a voice message. Until then, Namaste. I take refuge in the Triple Gem, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha.